0: maria hill is dead that's masters on the run and it's up to us four to figure out who actually did it on today's episode of fake nerd book club welcome back guys fake Nerd podcast book club whatever the hell the show is called i'm ryan olympus i'm joined with my best buds to talk about a new comic book that came out during the pandemic that nobody read because it came out during the pandemic and I got Sparks Vidi with me here. Happy to be here. Happy for some Taskmaster. I got Ben
1: Magna with me. Okay, so we have a pool going on on who actually did it. And right now, De- uh, Deadpool is Deadpool. highest, but right at the moment, Taskmaster has the lowest odds. But eh, who knows? The Dark Horse oh, right now is Ant Man for some reason. That's weird. Hey, th- hey, Ant Man.
0: There's a there's a bad Ant Man. His name's Black Ant. So good, good memory, Ben. That's a good, that's a good answer. There's another bad Ant
2: Man. His name's Hank Pym. Oh, not just wife. <laughs> What's up, Brandon T. McClure?
3: I think Hyperion did it.
0: <laughs> oh, Hyperion, yeah. He seemed, you know, he's got that uh
2: that um Republican Superman angle going for him, so like yeah. he definitely seems like like the vibe.
3: I think he finally
0: uh,
2: snapped. Can he finally I, snapped, yeah. Uh, before before we like really dig in, can I just say that I think it was really rude? of you to just make us all upset about the Black Widow
1: movie all over again.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am so glad I'm not the only one who thought that. Hey, here's the thing, y'all.
0: I've been a Taskmaster fan since I can remember, and he is is the best Marvel B-list villain of all time. Like any, any time he's like, he is not just like one of the best. He is like a fan favorite of writers because he is extremely malleable. He can be as funny or as serious as you want. And he is like the greatest combatant in the Marvel universe. If you want him to be just because of what his powers are. So like, again, I love this character and the fact that like the representation we got for for, for all the time on live action is a guy who doesn't really talk a lot. <laughs> it's a problem. That's why I do think in the Thunderbolts movie, it will be a course correction and it will be more towards the character, hopefully. Um, but we're not, talking, we're not talking about Black Widow. Uh, we're going to do a Mandarin. <laughs> oh. I thought the Taskmaster, this is the Taskmaster. Ah, the Taskmaster, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, yeah. Uh, Tony Masters, brilliant ex-S.H.I.E.L.D. agent turned just complete douchebag. Um, we are talking about Taskmaster, the Rubicon Trigger, and I got the creative team right here. It is written by Jed McKay. We have beautiful art by Alessandro Viti with colors by Guru EFX. This one was lettered by Joe Caramagna, uh, and this one was edited beautifully by Sarah Brunstad. Now, I'm a Jed McKay super stan. This dude has risen up in the last couple of years uh, as one of my favorite writers. He's doing Moon Knight right now. He did Doctor Strange. He's writing Avengers right now, an excellent, fun uh, new Avengers run. Um, but Taskmaster, again, this came out in, in, in 2020. So this was not a good year for comic books, unfortunately. But it was a good year for quality comic books because, y'all, I'm not going to say this book is like, it's not like 20th Century Men where you're going to be thinking about it the rest of your life. But this is a damn fun comic book, boy. There's nothing more fun than seeing uh, Tony Masters uh, Answer this phone call to Dolly Parton nine to five when he's on a golf course getting chased by Black Widow. Man, that's like a movie. Uh, I love it. I think it's a ton of fun. Again, anytime Taskmaster shows up, I am on board for it because, again, I, I just gravitate towards the smaller, more fun characters. Um, what did you guys think of the Rubicon Trigger?
3: Yeah, I really liked it. I thought uh, I had a really good time with this one. I also seem to recall liking the last Taskmaster book that we read. That you put yeah. up also. Um, we, all,
2: we all enjoyed that. I recently listened to it, so I'll say for reference that we all enjoyed it. And you can listen to it right now on
0: the
3: archive. Perfect is timed it, is, archive, actually. Absolutely. Is it written by the same guy? No. You
0: know? This yeah, was no. a this one that one came out a decade ago, a different writer.
3: Yeah, I I, I was I was reading it and, and um I had a lot of fun with this one. I think Taskmaster is a is a really fun character that can be um that can sometimes that can be written in a really interesting way. Uh, that I think Jed McKay does he writes some really good some really good kind of kind of comedy with Taskmaster and one of the things that I really liked was the action sequences when you're seeing Taskmaster go through all the moves he's adapted over the years um, and and he doesn't know the names of like certain like what well, is one there's one patriot doesn't know the name of them so he's like that one kick I saw Shang-Chi do once yeah um, that one punch that one broke yeah. Captain America did that
2: page that I've seen go around on Twitter before I was like oh there it is there it is like yeah. the, I get it yeah. that's the page
3: yep uh yeah but I ultimately I thought this was a lot of fun uh, uh and uh uh yeah great 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 pick and, and what, it was really cool because like I was reading Avengers at this point right um so like uh I like, Coulson being the, the director of the Squadron Supreme and, like, why is he alive and shit like that. Like, all that's from Avengers, and so that was kind of cool to see.
0: Yeah, and uh, and um, there's some Secret Empire references, too, uh, which is a another book club that we did a couple years ago that's hitting the rotations now. So, like, this
2: felt like a really, like, an almost, like, a relevant uh, book club for us. Uh,
0: Mr. Ben, what did you... What did you? What did you both well, I say? I, I,
2: the only thing I was going to say before Ben goes, just in response to what you were saying mm-hmm. about Secret Empires, one of the things I like about the book um, is that it 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 makes because you'll know in the archive we were all very positive on Secret Empire. Mm-hmm. We thought that event was actually um, really beaten in the by the bad press around just the Hydra cap narrative, which yeah. had nothing to do with what the story was actually about, um, and. We really enjoyed it, and so seeing like ramification, fallout stuff still mentioned, yeah, um, especially like to the degree of t- of Tony Masters uh, being like she was dead, like dead, mm-hmm. like Captain America killed her, yeah, black <laughs> uh yeah,
1: like she's
2: here. So I don't know, yeah, <laughs> and it's <laughs> and, all canon, yeah, that and like uh, people them them still wanting him for what he did during that time period, and he's like, look, I was like on the lowest rung like <laughs> hardly mattered like that shit's too much yeah. um oh, that was a different period in my life and i think that like just having the fallout kind of stuff of that is just it, it's a fun way to play with it absolutely yeah uh ben go ahead
1: oh i'm just glad to read another great taskmaster book because i know we obviously we read the the previous one and yeah we're not here to talk about black widow but this book may be mad at black widow again <laughs> well she's <laughs> because, also in it which is lovely yeah it, she is but because reading this and with the very little interactions with Taskmaster I had before even doing this podcast, Taskmaster is fun. Like, he is a very fun character. And this book extenuates that. Like, just the, I mean, obviously the fact that he can copy, he's like a perfect mimicker. And he just sees someone do something once and he got it. And he, like, has a down pat. Like, you know, the that punch I saw that one dude throw or that kick. that It's just great. It's just a fun Enjoyable ride, and while I and while I was wanting Taskmaster to to succeed, it's also well written that I want to know what happened, who would frame Taskmaster, what is going on, what's the bigger picture. It's a
0: I, clocked, spy,
3: spy I
1: clocked it pretty early. Maria Hill wasn't actually. Dead, I, I, I was going
2: to yeah, say they're 100%. pretty much like the moment that Fury was in the car and said Maria Hill was killed. I'm like, nah. yeah.
0: no, I no. Mean, that's, nah. that's the thing. Like we, we in a separate podcast recently talked about death in comics and like. The first page of this comic is showing that Marie Hill died. I'm like, all right, she's a spy. This isn't actually happening. There is no way that we're starting this mini series by killing off a major Marvel character. Like this what is a secret invasion? We're not doing that. Um yeah. so like I wasn't too worried. And then it would be a whole, a whole ruse of no actually I killed myself to get Nick Fury to get you because I know he's a rube and you're a rube and you're all a rubes. And I'm like, "Oh my god, it's a rhubarb salad up in here. I love it." It's uh, also it's, so great. it's also
2: had the added bonus of making me mad about secret invasion all over again (laughs) Um, because of uh, again like that recent secret invasion comic that then picked out which was really good and then this and i'm like man maria hill is awesome
3: i want to say i want to say this i want to say this and i want to be off the topic of the mcu (laughs) but i want to i want to say this it's been it's been recent years as we've kind of gone into phase four and five where i've really started to be like no, I get why some comic book fans hate the MCU. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah, there,
2: there's some there's some character adaptation stuff where, like, Tony Masters is a great example where it's like the source material is so rich. Yeah, and I'll I'll tell you guys another one um, because we got an archive coming up in the near future about Thanos comics.
3: Oh yeah, uh,
2: and when we read a bunch of Thanos comics, it's not too near, but it's it's down the road. Um, I love him. Thanos also a super rich character who like. I like those movies. I still don't think they did him justice. Uh, don't let him have sex with a skeleton lady. Don't be cowards. <laughs> uh, so it's 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 fairly like there's so much good material on the page sometimes. And the fact that like sometimes none of it will make it over in translation is a little frustrating, especially with a character like Taskmaster. It's interesting
0: what characters they decide to, because I think a lot of our heroes, they come out really, really good. But sure. I, I think some of the villains sometimes can really can really fall there and
2: villains inside characters and it, it's like this lack of investment and it's it's the one of the things that i felt like i hoped and i'm still kind of hoping that the disney plus era could change because you have more leg room yeah for exploration of villain characters characters that i think i think we kind of all agree that one of the bigger problems with the mcu is that like almost every villain character dies yeah in a single outing keep them going and like or or like close to a single outing and like that's when you don't get more development with them. So you gotta pack everything in a single movie. Of course they're not gonna pack everything that's in these rich textual pages in into that. And Black Widow, you know, being the example that it is, Taskmaster doesn't die in that movie. So I'm all the more like, we could've, we could've, we could've, we could've yeah.
3: We could've it's so interesting to see that like the 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 characters, especially the villains, like Thanos was changed because the Russo brothers and Marcus McFeely didn't feel like the 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 angle that he they did in the comics was engaging enough, so they that was an active decision to change his motivation in that in those films. Whereas Taskmaster seems to have just been negligent, yeah, uh, just like not an interest in the character at all. They they saw what the the power set was, and that was all they uh, they
2: all they saw. That's all they saw. They didn't see the character yeah. there. I I do want to stay on this comic. I did want to just comment, no, this was a fun well, comic because like only well, yeah. because like it's the Thanos thing. Yeah. Um. When we were having that comic discussion, we specifically talk about um. I think it's Thanos Rising, uh, where he, these these witches of Eternity they tr- they try and put him in like his punishment trial, and his punishment trial is like, what if you were good? And like mm-hmm. the leader of the Avengers, that's the Jeff Jeth- Lemire Jeth- run. Yes, yeah. and Thanos yeah. is. And Thanos, thank you. It's the yeah. Jeff Jeth- Lemire yeah, yeah. run. And Thanos is like the uh, God Core. Thanos is like, this is my punishment. This is my trial. Being an and he, and he kills Sam Wilson in that vision, like yep. immediately. And he's like, I have always known what I am, and I do not give a shit about <laughs> this. And like that, that coupled with um, one of the other moments from Infinity Gauntlet, which is like, you always lose because you know you don't deserve to win. Yeah, like those are two of the key things about Thanos. I'm like. He he's a bad guy. He knows he's a bad guy, like, so deeply in his core. And that didn't translate into Infinity War, even though, like, it's almost worse, right, in the movies because they play that angle in Infinity War. Like, he's he thinks he's right. Yeah. And then also there's, like, the double-edged thing of, like, yeah, but he's also a hypocrite and he's obviously wrong. And yeah. then you get, like, past Thanos who, like, brings none of that character yeah. thesis to the table. Just Murder Man. In the time that he's there. And so, like,
3: I... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, anyway, it's, it's,
2: side tangent about how like I like those movies
3: but No, I agree. It, it, it Wells a character. It is it
0: is the 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 push and pull of being a a, a comic fan, you know, wanting them to respect the source material but understanding like sometimes things don't translate, and then sometimes just, they really do. Uh and specifically with characters like Taskmaster, um he got the Deadpool treatment in X-Men Origins Wolverine in the movies and I don't understand why. Why do yeah. you make your most talkative fun characters mute? Is is a a business decision I will never understand. But anyway, this project well, I don't understand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like no, I just don't. I, I, love I don't.
3: I don't understand because like they know that they made a mistake with Deadpool because they they spent a decade trying to rectify that mistake, and so for like Taskmaster, I guess they could spend another decade trying to rectify that mistake too. But like I don't understand why you even decide to go that route when you know that you've already done that and done that and like you've already failed. Like I don't get. I, I want someone to I want someone I want the writer of Black Widow I want Kevin Feige the writer of Black Widow and the director of Black Widow to look at me in the face and tell me exactly why this decision was made I because bet it doesn't a, make any sense to me.
2: Hypo- there's
0: like a 30 second Nate Moore documentary somewhere on YouTube I can find. Where like, <laughs> yeah. This is
2: the reason. <laughs> look, like in yeah. theory, in theory, I think they were very married to the idea of the the daughter of um, the bad guy of the bad guy whose name escapes me. Drak Drake. Drakov's C- Drake Drake oh, yeah. <laughs> daughter. Um, Drake off. They were very married to that idea. And, like, the thing is, to me, what bothers me about that is that I'm like, you could have done you could have done both. Like, just you you can just. okay, don't do Tony Masters necessarily. Like now it's Draykov. Antonia. But like still have the personality. (laughs) She can still be crazy. She, She can still have Taskmaster's personality. She can be all the more traumatized because of what Raykov's done to her. And that makes her more like this character. Yeah. Like I you didn't have to not have your cake and eat it too in this situation and again i do and i, do I feel think... like they felt like well if we're if we're going that way we have to make it a complete diversion yeah and i guess they they black widow
0: it, is more of a serious movie too so maybe they didn't want that i think that's also part of it yeah. is that they
2: <laughs> i don't think it is a serious movie no but, they but wanted... i think they thought that it was going to be because yes. that opening credit sequence really really plays heavy handedly with like some serious material. If you guys don't remember that's all the sec the child trafficking that, that's yeah. going on yeah. in the, in the opening. That's like the, the darkest opening we've ever seen in the MCU. And the rest of the movie doesn't fit family. Um, but I do think like in a warped way, they thought, well, we don't want the fans to be upset that we didn't do Tony masters. Well, so we just won't. or faithfully, because now it would be Draykov's daughter. Mm-hmm. So we just should make it totally different anyway. And that means silent because we're not creative enough to come up with a personality of yeah. our own.
0: And again, I do, I do think they will do a complete like 90 degree switch in Thunderbolts. Someday. Oh, in Thunderbolts, because she's in Thunderbolts. Yeah. Um I hope so, because again, just having another silent character is just, just kind of boring into my opinion. But anyway, this comic, the Rubicon trigger. Uh, I love that this is basically um the Mission Impossible 3 rabbit's foot. It doesn't, who cares what it is? Oh, it's yes. it's just a it's just a nuclear device. Who cares what it is? It doesn't actually matter. What a great, what a great. It's a MacGuffin. What a great pool. Absolutely. And again, bringing up Hammer, which is Dark, Dark Avengers, Dark Reign. Norman Osborn is the leader of the world era from 10, like over 10 years ago. I love that. Uh, There's this, there's a secret doomsday device that Norman Osborn had and, and uh, we can't open it and we need to open it, Uh, but we can't because Marie Hill died. So we need to get the, not just like the identities and like the fingerprints of these three other super soldiers. We need the, the, the kinesic, like biography of how they also, move also mission impossible also mission impossible there's a lot of mission impossible this i love it but like you can only get someone like taskmaster who can mimic someone's movement to get that code and that is such a interesting idea it's just a cool spy idea i love that yeah,
3: there's, there's something about the, the rubicon trigger being this kind of amorphous we don't know what this is kind of weapon that norman osborne just didn't get the chance to use because of the siege of asgard like it's really interesting to see that happen, but also, why is the, why is Coulson one of the one of the triggers? He wasn't even created in that era of of of, of comics, which I thought was kind of fun. Uh, he could have been
0: uh, that, that could be just a fun recon, yeah. Um,
3: I know, but like that's that, that's the kind of thing. Like Coulson, because at this point, like Coulson is um, uh, even Nick Fury is Like we were friends, and then Deadpool killed him, um, yeah. and somehow he's alive, and I don't know why um and uh colson was created for the mcu and then was brought into the into the the comics way after the dark avengers happened so it's kind of fun to kind of be like well this character that we've retconned into this timeline is also part of this this i have a i don't have
0: a real answer but i do have a cheeky answer and it's secret Mm -hmm. wars so he actually was around kind of like this new universe. From oh, the beginning.
3: Secret Wars did do kind of a reset. It wasn't like so a even full if he reset wasn't but there was a...
0: from the beginning. He now is kind of like Miles Morales in a way. So it's kind of like yeah. a cheat. Um, but it is, that is a good fun thing to think about. I actually didn't think about that. Like he wasn't even born yet, technically. Yeah. Like, that's actually, that is funny.
2: Uh, since we're in that kind of vein, um, this page in particular, where it's revealed uh, where Taskmaster's saying, I made you. Oh, to Marcus Johnson. Yeah. Uh, I thought
0: your name. You're not Nick Fury.
2: I love uh, that. Yeah. Is is this something that was known before? No, I don't like, think so. Or is this like... I think this, this is new. Cool. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's funny because, like, contextually, everything in here is just kind of a fun Taskmaster comic with, like, a lot of, like, you, you going for the MacGuffin that doesn't really matter and, and just kind of having a good time with Taskmaster. And, like, the one thing that probably has a, a permanent changing effect is that page, which I think is just so funny that it's just, like, slapped in there right near the yeah. end of, like... Hey, by the way, Taskmaster kind of responsible for Nick Fury Jr. And you're like, hold on, wait, what? (laughs) Uh,
0: Taskmaster is incredible because he, yes, he is a villain, but he has a lot of heroic uh, 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 series throughout his life during after Civil War, there was the 50 State Initiative where every super, where every state got a superhero team, and there was Avengers Academy, where hundreds of people were being trained. Taskmaster was the one training all these kids. Taskmaster has actually trained more heroes than I think a lot of people realize, and I love that. Uh, and now he's just bet off being a supervillain again. Um, I think that's great. Uh he's just he's so good at being a combatant. Uh he fights three different types of people in, in the series or multiple, but like he fights like a Colson, he fights Hyperion Superman, he fights a Koye, he fights um Amy I forget her name, but she's from she's the from the Chinese. Han. Amy Han, thank you. Um White Fox. Uh I fought a black fox once that guy I was white. Uh I love that. Um did you guys have a favorite fight in this series? Because I think oh, I, huh. I think the action in all of these issues are incredible. Uh a is such an incredible talented artist, specifically when it comes to like kinetic movement. Yeah, I think it's great.
2: You're you're absolutely right about the art. For me, it's Okoye, and it's not mm, close yeah. because it's the flirting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the you're magnificent and he's like i I like that like because you're getting his internal monologue he like he cares about impressing her yeah and like he hasn't cared about like the other people in the fight like he genuinely is like yeah all right pretty into okoye i hit her with that matron kick and she was like whatever
3: (laughs) yeah he was he was he said there's a line that he says a spear that's not very sporting okoye says one does not treat a hyena like one would a man Damn. Damn! Like, yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh to, to showcase the art again, but this is just like it's
0: 16 panels of just fighting. And that happens a couple times in the issues where, where VD just gets really like excel at showing, yo, these people are kicking the shit out of each other.
3: Yeah. Um, this is this is this page is why I agree with Sparks that O'Koye's yeah. fight is my yeah. favorite. My, I, I, yeah, it's absolutely. it's the it's the fighting is so good between them. Like it
2: genuinely I think she's the most impressive combatant taskmaster has gone up against in terms of not having his ability and the fact that she can like match him, and he's like, damn, this yeah. is pretty, pretty cool. Uh, and like, you know, again, like Tony's not a person who will entirely shy away from killing someone. Um, but he has absolutely no desire in his heart to kill Okoye. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just wants her to acknowledge him as, as like a capable and competent warrior. Yeah. Um, which I think is just—that's really cool. Like, just as a side thing, like I'm—I'm I'm all about the Tony Masters and and Okoye ship. That will never happen. Like, yeah, right. I'm I'm a hundred percent down for Tony Masters to be like, yeah, I I met the right girl once, and like it's it's <laughs> back <laughs> oh my to the, God. Okoye fighting. That's and really good. His ass. And I'm like, that's that's. I'm fine with that. That's good canon shit. I don't, man, I don't see, like,
0: Jen McKay writing another Taskmaster series anytime soon because he's doing, like, Avengers. But he's the type of guy, because Avengers is such a big book, that the worlds of Wakanda and Taskmaster can form again somehow in Avengers, and I would love to see that meet up again. Uh, That is is really great. Um, The Hyperion fight, I really like a lot because, like, Mm -hmm. again, what do you do when you have to fight Superman? um and you, you just don't
2: you have to have a contingency plan and he waits to the last when, minute when he punches colson and and uh he said high period he's like oh no oh no oh <laughs> no oh no, oh no.
0: <laughs> that's also what's great about taskmaster like he has a whole speech of like you know what separates me from the other guys i know when to leave yeah i know when i know when to count my losses he's like Thrawn. it's being in that coward. way he's he's being a coward he knows when to leave and count his losses he
3: he has a line so when when he beats when it, it isn't, he doesn't beat black widow uh but he he's able to get them knocked out because of a psychic bomb from prior um and he he's like i could do it i could just kill black widow right now it won't take me that long and yeah. then she just like stirs like uh and he goes nope and bails <laughs> yeah he, And he's like and he's like uh yeah where
2: he's questioning like what if she wakes up right before i get there what if she comes back she died before what if she comes back? And she starts low. He's like, no, no, no. I, I also, to your to your point, Brandon, I really love when he's in the car with Fury and he's like, yeah, okay, like who's after me though? And it's like, that's the Black Widow. And he's like, oh God. I'm going to die. Oh, Nick, I'm dead. Nick. Nick,
0: I'm going to die. He, he, he calls him Fury, but he's like, he switches to Nick. Nick, yeah. I need your help. I can't beat her. Yeah. That's really good, yeah.
2: Yeah, that, that that initial reaction phase. Oh yeah,
1: just just like what a what the a thought ball. Or, or like his like inner terror dialogue where it's just like ah, because he knows, yes. like ah, I'm so screwed. Yeah, the, um, uh, the uh...
3: the when yeah,
0: the the, fight, the the fight against Hyperion where he waits to the last minute to to throw like the the radiation bomb or whatever to get him. Um. Uh. Nick Fury is like, you took a hell of a beating getting up that show. Why didn't you take it earlier? And Taskmaster's like, I had to make him, make him underestimate me. But I showed him, I showed him all, and he falls down, nearly dying. And I'm like, bro, you are so tough. Uh, like, not many people will actively fight, try to fight Hyperion. Well, uh that is instead, it's really right. like one of those punches would have
2: killed him. But he's a he's a tough son bitch. And when and when uh, he does get Hyperion down on the ground, his internal monologue, monologue just starts becoming kill, yeah. Kill, yeah. kill, kill, kill. Yeah.
0: Kill. His intrusive thought That's what he's so good because he's not just again. He's not just like a. He's not bullseye like at the beginning of this of, of issue one. We're <laughs>
2: fuck bullseye. Yeah, fuck bullseye. Uh, so I love him giving him shit on the cause of
0: his, cause of his outfit and stuff. Please be
2: here for bullseye. Please be here for bullseye.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like he's he's. He will kill you if he's being paid, but he's not like Bullseye. Bullseye is a psychopath; will kill anyone, will kill children and women. Like that's why it's like, no, like I have a, I have a rule. Oh my god, he's so smart. I have a rule: no women, no kids, because I know about, I know about fridging,
1: and that just pisses them off.
0: And I think like no Nazis, no Nazis either.
1: No Nazis either.
0: either.
1: He doesn't work for Nazis. He'll kill Nazis. He won't work for them. Not any. Yeah, yeah.
0: Captain America was the one time.
3: I like it. he was. He was like uh, I. I worked for Baron Zemo once, and it was it sucked. So like no, I have a no Nazi rule. I I do like his monologue when he's when he's swinging into Wakanda because yeah. he's he's like he's like talking about like you know you know what I noticed if you kill someone's it feels like they're all just waiting for their wives to get killed to, get, to motivate them and you know they just come at you harder after that and so I was just like I don't I don't, no I'm not gonna do that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kill your wife I'm not gonna kill your kid.
2: He's he's a smart bad guy. Uh, uh, all things it's, it's it that that is one of the things I really like about it is that like how he points out that people constantly like think he's stupid just because of what he looks like, and he's like, I, I'm very capable. I am smart. I'm not the smartest, but yeah. I'm smart. Yeah. Um, and and I I really like. Because I do think Taskmaster runs that gamut of getting lumped too closely to Deadpool. It even happens as an yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Like you guys are buddy bunny. It's like I don't know where you got that shit from. Also, it's funny because <laughs> he calls he he calls him Wade by his first
3: name. Yeah. So he knows him enough to call him by his first yes, name. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> they are they are they know each other. They're
2: in the same circles. But he
0: doesn't. There like, are con- doesn't there like are
3: conventions. The yeah. There are conventions. You meet yeah. people exactly
2: he doesn't like the association by comparison and like i do think that happens with comic casual comic readers too Uh it's that like you know taskmaster it's kind of like that pull like a little grittier uh in in his own direction yeah honestly not in some ways it depends it depends on the writing Um, it depends on the writing but um i i think it undermines the um the like taskmaster is much more like Bear with me, an adult Peter Parker in the sense of like how he makes light, yeah, to uh, manage his way through the situations he's in. Yeah, um, it's not it's not so much that he doesn't take things seriously; he takes things very seriously. Yeah, uh, it's it's that that's kind of his coping mechanism. Um, I particularly like a silly the knight. example of this when he's in Wakanda and uh, the the Panther is handing him his mask back. And he mm-hmm. says, prepare yourself for pain and humiliation. He says, comes with the territory. Let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, like that's that's who he is. Is like, he's like this, this I accept because this is a, a path I've chosen. Yeah. Um, this is like, there's there's so much more pathos yeah. he behind, knows who he behind is. it yeah. than there is with like Wade Wilson. Yeah, hundred percent, yeah.
3: There's something about the okay. Squadron Supreme I wanted to talk about a little bit. I've been following Squadron Supreme since the Ultimate line. Um mm-hmm. there was a there was they were there were there was a connected Squadron Supreme book to the Ultimates to the Ultimates that uh, Sparks was reading as well. Yeah. Um it's a good run. and when they there were times where it would cross over with the ultimates, but but when Ultimate Universe obviously died, there was a moment where they had a, a Squadron Supreme group which was squadron supreme members from all across the multiverse had come together was that the, it, was that the guggenheim one i think that was the guggenheim one that was,
0: that was like yeah like the mid like the
3: like like
0: 2015 2016 like around that era right
3: yeah um yeah. I, I think so i think you're right um i really and so like squadron supreme are really interesting because i mean obviously the justice league uh, amalg- uh amalgamations but um it's really interesting that like it's part of the comic book DNA that they're not sure which Hyperion this is because there are multiple dimension Hyperions that they've uncouched over the years and they're just kind of like, I don't know which one this one is this could be a psychopath, this could be a hero I don't know and
0: um, what's great about that is like, is I'm sure if Jen McKay really wanted to he could trace down which exact Hyperion it is but mm-hmm. it's so much for fun to go we've dealt with like 8 of these guys, who knows which fucker this is I honestly don't know, I don't know just good luck and that's I what that's and really that's really
3: where great. that's kind of where like avenger or like avengers was dealing with also because like yeah america has a superhero team as the squadron supreme but nobody knows who the hell they came from yeah um and so it's really cool it's, it's really it's i really like the squadron supreme in that way and being used in that way and acknowledging their 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 metaverse their are like their, the multiverse history of them i thought that was that was nice
0: yeah and in this specific period again this came out like in 2020 so like this version of the Squad Supreme is kind of like, is trying to do what the boys is kind of doing. Like this is this yeah. is the 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 government run superheroes for America. Um, and I don't think that I again Squad Supreme has gone through so many different iterations. That's not what they are anymore right now. I don't know what they are right
3: now. Um, I don't think they're around right now. They're waiting for the next next relaunch. I think Heroes uh, Reborn kind of took him off the table.
0: Yeah. Um, this book, though, uh, we've talked about, um, we've heard Thunderbolts movie rumors for a long time that Hyperion would be in the movie. And now after reading this comic again, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could see, yeah, ta- I, all these guys trying to fight Hyperion and see how it make it work. I could see that. Because it is fun. Like, how does, how does a regular dude fight Superman? Isn't Hyperion who they're saying is in Thunderbolts? I thought that was Sentry. Oh, you're right. Sentry. He's also super powerful. Never mind.
2: Never mind. Very strong, like much to your point, like it's a similar similar Uh, power set and everything. uh, Oh, I was
0: like, well, we can get we can get power prints. No, I don't think I don't think they announced any squad. No, it is no Stephen. You is Sentry, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That's true. That's also awesome, fun, cool. Yeah, Uh,
3: Yeah, uh, Hyperion. Hyperion is a fun uh, Superman character, and I didn't realize how much of a Superman character he was until they pulled out Kryptonite.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Ra- Ra- radeon i also don't remember that at all no that's in the previous not Squad at all Supreme stuff which is why i'm kind of like is this is this just for this i
0: think yeah <laughs> which is fine. i think it is because again like this specific hypering, we have this one thing that can stop him yeah uh so i think it is very much like yeah we're fighting superman here's kryptonite you don't think about it too hard uh it's really good <laughs> and i do is like this- how like you don't know. You don't know the end result of the battle because Tyson Master is getting his ass kicked this entire fight, and it isn't revealed to the end like what his like trump card is. And again, he almost waits too long. Uh, he almost gets his
2: socks rocked. Yeah. Ben, I wanted you to jump in because you you we've been talking in a kind of steamroll way. So mm-hmm. um, jump in.
1: Yeah. Uh, so one actually, I was I've been wanting to talk about my favorite fight, which is actually the fight in Korea. Where he finds oh. out who uh, that Amy Han, the director of the Korean uh, superhero team, hell yeah, is, is the uh, is White Fox. But mostly just because how, of how he gets in in the when his uh, his PIM rig gets messed up, and he's just like so mad at Fury. He's like this, this piece of crap bootleg, this piece of crap bootleg. Oh.
0: Oh yes, the plot how he gets there is incredible too. So he finds a bunch of like he, a bunch of like cultists, right? And yeah. he says he's giving them superpowers. And then when the police show up, they don't have superpowers, so they round no. them all up and they put them in jail. Then it turns out that it was actually like in a um, what's it called? Like a delayed a, a delayed reaction superhero thing. So. Taskmaster actually made them into psychic bombs that go off when they're at the facility. So they, they explode into radiant light, like the, eye, the, the lights are coming out of their eyes, like like laser beams. And everyone's just having a psychic breakdown, except for Taskmaster who has built-in stuff in his mask. And I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, spy stuff. Love yeah. it, yeah. it's incredible.
3: It's. It's. He says, "Stupid bootleg Pim Rig." Uh, as as you hear the beeping of his rig uh, getting ready to. And they're and looking he's around. Just,
1: Where's he's, he's just thing like he's just like chilling in the air vent, and then beeping. Be, be. It's like, if, "What I want to say about the art is that even with Taskmaster, because you know his mask is a skull, he does. It's not as expressive as you think, but it's very Skeletor expressive.
0: Somebody calls mm. him Skeletor in this in this too.
1: Oh yeah, and it's not just it the eye uh, the eyes are very the artist does amazing things with the eyes. like they emote very well and even with the bone structure of the skull, like it's you can tell like when he's happy and sad or or he's panicked. even just that scene where he's in the h where he's in the air vent and it goes, you can tell his eyes just like jolt open. It's like, oh shit,
2: more more even to that point than um while the technically the mask won't change. Um, the artist will craft the shadows around to match uh, a discretion, uh, a a, um, expression. So Mm -hmm. if he's supposed to be grinning very broad, the lighting will make it look like his yeah. mouth is curling up even though the mask isn't changing or if he's supposed to be more serious it'll it'll shade away the curve mm-hmm. so it looks like the mouth is more slanted down even though the mask is again staying the same it's a really good use of shadow this happens in particular when he's talking with yes when he's talking with nick in the car about his history they make the mouth by shading and lighting more than anything look more serious and then in the very last page when he's walking away they really use the light and shadow to make it look like that mouth is curling up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's
3: beautiful stuff. Um, yeah, there's there's also- I wanna, I wanna highlight real quickly, Ben, in the fight that you're talking about. Just real quickly, that punch I saw one time, that kick Iron Fist uses, that throw that Cap used to throw me out, to toss me out a window, that stomp <laughs> I saw Shang Chi do, just very good. Just very. very I, I
2: kind of, I kind of wish, uh, sometimes that Taskmaster, like that, it wasn't just internal monologue, but he was like out there just going, Captain America kick, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Shang-Chi>. <laughs> it isn't or even,
0: uh, it, it's not a negative on this book but one thing that the the previous 10 years ago test Master book did is when it is referencing those moves there is another there's another drawing like superimposed on top of iron Fist doing the punch with tony so it's so it, it, you see exactly what's happening as it's happening and that's just a really good visual motif but it's not necessary for the book uh
1: what i what i kind of like about this book and the, really the first time I actually had a lot of stuff with Taskmaster, uh, funny enough, was from uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 because he's a playable character in it. And when you play as him and fight as him, he'll say, just like Cap, just like Hawkeye. You know, where he's like talking about all the characters he's mimicking. And reading, and especially when we talk about that page when he's fighting in Korea, like, you know, the the, the punch I saw that one time, it felt very much like a scene from NVC 3 And I really... I mean, well, one, I enjoyed it because I love that game, but also it's just I really liked it. I thought it was I thought it was more humorous than seeing the like the shit, like the the superimposed shadow of the hero or the character sure. that he's mimicking. And I don't it know why. It's
0: funnier, that's true.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was just more funnier that when he's like when he's thinking about all these other moves. Um, but one other thing I want to talk I want to praise this book for is the McGuffin and how yes it is a driving force like the the whole thing is hey here's this thing called the rubicon trigger but we're mostly but also the main plot is we need to find out what happened to maria hill i like that even though when the rubicon trigger is finally like revealed or it's like oh this is what the rubicon trigger is this is what it does i wasn't mad that it didn't uh, play bigger into the story because I was sure. actually caring more about how is Taskmaster going to get the abilities of these three very different people throughout yes. the world. How is he gonna pull off essentially a movement heist in a sense? Mm. And then when it's finally revealed and he just does his thing, it's just like this is actually a really great ending. I really enjoyed it.
2: Uh two things about that. Um uh, when Ryan made the comp earlier to the Mission Impossible Three uh Rabbit Foot, I thought that was so apt. To what this is and also i wanted to bring up that when we did that uh i did not realize how many people hate that oh really um, in mission impossible oh, oh they need a them. lot of they people need an because a lot of people were revisiting the mission impossible films for dead reckoning yeah and a lot of people apparently hate that it's just like yeah you know who knows what it does and they're, and they're like God, that sucks and i'm like why does it matter it's not what the, it's never what the story's about the story's just about stopping the thing it doesn't matter what the thing does oh it's a bomb it's just, bombs, it's, about, blown up. it's just about stopping the thing like yeah. the story is supposed to be about What's happening on the way? I think the only exception to that is the recent Mission Impossible, where like part of the thing they're trying to stop is also actively the antagonist. So like that's different. But yeah. but in all the previous ones, like who gives a shit? Um, and just to your point, Ben, like, yeah, uh, that's why the characterization and the stuff and the, the journey along the way is more important than the destination in that kind of regard. Um, and then real, real quick, Brandon, the other thing I was gonna say about it. Uh, is that um it almost threw me off my Mar- my Maria Hill is behind all this theory. When I got to the fifth issue, because the cover for the fish issue, fifth issue puts Osborne there. Yeah. yeah. Um, like he's in the comic, which he isn't. He's nope. just referenced. And so I was ready for like, oh shit. See, Osborne's somehow behind this. Oh. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, why would they reveal that on the cover? And, and I'm like, I guess I was wrong about Maria Hill. And then I get into the comic and I'm like, oh, ah no, you piece of shit, you got me.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure they reference um what Norman Osborne currently is doing. Yes, uh, like-
2: Amazing Spider Man fifty, he had a change of heart.
0: Yeah. So yeah, he had his his sins eaten. So now he's
2: just a regular dude. <laughs> now now he's the gold goblin superhero but this is oh you mean like uh when lex luther became superman true
3: well um, he won't right. be the gold goblin for another three years at this point yeah at um, this point, yeah. but uh I, I wanted to mention something about the you know because uh, we don't know what the rubicon trigger is ryan is absolutely correct it's very very similar to the rabbit's foot from mission impossible three um uh the thing that is important for people to remember that i think people forgot when it came to um Uh, When it came to, I think the Indiana Jones franchise actually is partially to blame, Um, which is is that Alfred Hitchcock always said the MacGuffin is something that doesn't matter. It's what the characters need to get. doesn't matter at all. Um, It's some bullshit that the characters need to get and that sends them on the story. I think Indiana Jones, I think people's perception of the Indiana Jones franchise kind of made people think that the MacGuffins were really important and you need to know what they are because that's what is driving the story that's not necessarily the case and that's not even what indiana jones tries to do it's just kind of what people's perception of of what those films became um so i really like that the rubicon trigger is that we don't know what this thing is what it's going to do because that doesn't matter that's not what the story is
2: can can i uh this is fun and it has nothing to do with the book but i what you just said i think indiana jones is just different and like it has to be because contextually the best parts of the Indiana Jones films, and I'll say all of them, the best parts of all of them, the thing they're after and how they get it and, like, the clues along the way are also important to the character's development stories. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's really that true with Raiders, but it is true with the rest. Um, Like, Raiders is really just, like, what would you do with this power kind of thing, and, like, that's mm-hmm. about the extent of it. But, like, really specifically think of The Last Crusade. Like, yeah. That is so much about... Uh, saying things about how they think about where they're at in their lives and what it means to chase glory and to achieve glory and what it means to live a righteous life are both things that you know because the context of the Grail are the things that both Indiana and his father are thinking about as the movie is going. And like it's informing on the characters to do that. So, in that context, like Yes, it's important to know what the thing is and like know things about it. But when we're talking about like the spy movies and the mission impossibles and things like that, it's like, no, that's not the same. That's not that's not the same like inform on the character kind of thing.
0: I think thing. like that's adventure. Where, that's where adventure is
3: where this works.
0: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think like like to your point, Brandon, like adventure works better for MacGuffins as opposed to just like, oh, another bomb. Because like like spy stuff, it's generally the same three different like bad ideas, whereas like an adventure could be so many different ideas, usually, you know, like at the end of the day, in spy movies they, the bad guys want to kill people or blow something up, even, right? Like
2: even like um even like this is really broad, but like and and like not a movie that we love everything about, but like look at Prometheus, like yeah. what they're chasing is the origin of humanity. Uh and and like we have to learn all the pieces along the way, but like how they feel about that, why that affects them as they're learning the pieces that they are, and how that reflects in each different character what they're actual pursuit is in doing it matters and yeah. like when we get to spy movies and this kind of thing like the rubicon trigger like that shit isn't important it, it doesn't inform on characters again except for the recent mission impossible where like that is more of a contextual conversation about like what that means for the characters in the world that they live in
3: um but to bring it back to this comic i want to go back to what ben was talking about which uh, and i think we're we're all in agreement that it kind of rules that at the end of this book Taskmaster activates the Rubicon trigger and just leaps. Yes, <laughs> so
0: so good. And and it ends with like you, the heroes are going to win. They're going to they're going to defuse it. Like I'm not worried about. He's like it. he's but, like they'll figure it out. <laughs> but I had to let them know. Don't fuck with me. Yeah. Don't don't yeah. treat me with disrespect. I am because, not a clueless guy.
3: Because that's what I really that's what that's what was really nice about this final issue. Because Maria Hill is basically talking about like oh I need to fake my death so that you would take Taskmaster and t- because Taskmaster mm-hmm. and Taskmaster is like looking at this like oh it's played. Like he's yeah. looking at this whole, he's, he's just thinking to himself, Oh, I was played. Um, And then at the end of, at the end of this, he's just, he, he does fine. I'll fine. I'll strut, I'll strut my stuff. I'll do this. I'm cowardly. I'm spiteful. I'm, um I'm, I'm bullying taskmaster uh, gets played for a chump. I am a coward and I am spiteful and I am a bully, but I'm nobody's chump. No, I'm a bastard. And he activates yeah. the Rubicon trigger and just bails. And I really pretty, like the, 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 the final, yeah. the final page is awesome. Yeah uh yeah, i think this is a really cool page away from
2: potentially new- can you can you bring it in a little bit more brandon yeah there you go. that's so ben what i was referring to mm-hmm. the closest version of him that's that shading with that grin that's what yeah. i'm talking about
3: yeah yeah he says um uh, uh uh relax they'll save the day they always do but it's about time they that they, that they remembered who they're dealing with need a bastard call taskmaster
0: absolutely yeah and, and you know taskmaster he's he will generally never be like the big bad in a comic <laughs> and like he doesn't need to be that's not no. who he is no. he's a dude who loves a good paycheck he loves messing around um he doesn't want to work for the absolute worst people because like he has morals he does have morals like again he's not gonna he's not bullseye uh he looks way better than bullseye um also again this comic starts with a golf tournament and like I he's working for a too.
2: mafia golf bite i'm like that is an incredible idea and Look. he's <laughs> And he's insulting his outfit. He's like, excuse me, this outfit is award winning. Best skull costume, three years running. I beat out the red skull. Wait, I want you to think about that. I beat the red skull. (laughs) Um, I think that's really good. Yeah. Uh, And then when he's uh, fleeing, from who we learn later is Black Widow, and he gets the call from Fury, but we don't know that's who it is yet. Um, and he's like, hello, potential customer. I appreciate your concern, but I can handle it. <laughs> and again, every time
0: the Dolly Parton work in nine to five
2: ringtone plays. Oh, much to your point, like yeah. uh, there was a point earlier where they flashed- uh, Oh, they ghost, did do it. They flashed Ghost Rider over him when he's driving the golf cart um, mm-hmm. to, to reference that, that that's what he's uh, channeling. Yeah uh i thought that was pretty good uh, so it does happen
0: he goes on a road trip with nick fury uh and he wakes up abruptly and nick's like we're in connecticut wanted to put a state line between us and the widow besides nothing like more than a road trip with sleep apnea skeletor
2: do you hear me making fun of your eye and he's like despite all your shortcomings taskmaster no you haven't done that he's like yeah exactly Listen, he respects he respects the disabled okay um he just—I think this is just a great character. Uh, real, real quick. Uh, it's honestly one of my favorite pages in the whole comic. Is oh, when yeah. uh, the <laughs> widow finally catches up to him and turns over the car and everything, and she's like, uh, uh, "All this time you've been wearing that ridiculous skull. Now it's finally appropriate." She's getting ready to kill him. He's like, "Yeah, well, everyone's a critic." As he hits the eject button, and <laughs> pushes out of the vehicle, and she's like, "You piece of shit." <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's just Uh, he's always in danger getting hurt when he when he halo drops in the wakanda he like tumbles and falls like i love it he's just like he's he's such a wonderful wonderful dude like he's it's one of the things where like you know i don't i i got lucky you know like one of my favorite characters is iron man and he is the face of the mcu so i lucked out but like smaller characters like don't get this kind of love and specifically like taskmaster like yo he's so good he could have like a disney plus miniseries and i followed adventures of this dude just doing random shit like he's he is so good um And one day, hopefully he'll get the love that he deserves.
2: Uh, Real quick, the one other note I'll make is that I really appreciate when Nick Fury is like, uh, uh, relax, I know you didn't kill Maria Hill. I knew at the moment that you sat down in that seat because you wouldn't have been stupid enough to do that. (laughs) If you had. Yeah.
0: Marcus Johnson. I love, again, like, make... The Nick Fury trajectory has been so interesting because you have, you know, OG, Nick Fury, and then Sam Jackson in the Ultimate Universe. And then that kind of became... They brought him into the new universe, but they didn't make him his son until a little bit later. And now he's he's Nick Fury Jr., he's he's Marcus Johnson. But like the fact that like if you don't if you've never read a lot of comics, then like this gives you a pretty good estimation of who this character is and like yo, you are Nick Fury Jr., but I know who you really are, bro. Like I trained you.
3: I think that's, that's always that's funny. It's always so interesting to see when they acknowledge the fact because there was a while when uh, Nick Fury was n- not the man on the wall. He took the watchers place after Original Sin. Yes. Um, where they Bucky just wouldn't. Bucky was the man on the wall. Bucky was the man on the wall, uh, and they wouldn't. Um, they just wouldn't acknowledge that Nick Fury Jr. was a junior or B Marcus Johnson. Uh, he just kind of
0: replaced him.
3: Yeah, they was that was just kind of like Nick Fury now. Or ju- this yeah. is just Nick Fury now. So it's always kind of interesting when they go back to be like, no, remember this isn't actually the original Nick Fury. This is the replacement.
0: And I have no problem having having this guy around. I just like just don't like throw away that other character. Like because that yeah. other character is incredibly cool too.
3: Right, Where is he now? Is he still on the moon? Oh, no, he...
0: Oh, I'll have to look it up, but hes I don't think he's doing that anymore. I think don't yeah, think
3: so art. either. I think the Watcher's back now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, well, comics, guys. Comics are weird.
0: Yeah, well, that was the Rubicon trigger. Thank you guys for reading it. I'm glad you guys had a great time. Taskmaster, one of my faves. Hope he shows up all the time beating yeah. the shit out of people. Yep.
3: It's my turn next week, but I don't know what I, what I want to pick. Ooh, we'll find out Ooh. soon. So I'll let you guys know. I apologize. I I I uh I just have had a it's it's been a crazy month for me. Sure, it's okay. Um, so I'll I'll, I'll let you guys know, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks to to yep. to read that.
0: Woohoo!
3: All right, guys, that'll do it. That'll do her. That'll All do right, it, guys. We will be back in in a couple of weeks. Be be sure to check out some more of our of our book clubs. There's plenty of archive stuff coming. Uh, Sparks is very kind enough of, to put up. Many, 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 many of our archived book clubs um, that are that you guys can revisit or visit for the first time uh, should you want. And um, eh, yeah, okay. So of course, of course, guys, there's plenty of other things you can check out if you want to. So, so go to FicknerPodcast.com. You can check out all sorts of shows. There's a few shows that are being impacted due to the strikes, there's the ongoing strikes for SAG-AFTRA. Obviously, the WGA strike is over now, but SAG-AFTRA is still asking for the the boycott. So uh, so just go online see what the see what those are. at fakerpodcast.com. That's linked below, and you can also check out our TeePublic Public and our Patreon, uh, which are also linked below or on our website. Um, there's plenty more book clubs, guys. There's Wasted Space Book Club. There's there's some Star Trek book clubs that I'm trying to get going. Um, it's a little slower, but I'm uh, I'm I'm doing it. Uh, and uh, we will return to Wasted Space, uh, but Wasted Space Volume Four is out, so check that out. Um, yeah. All right, guys. So. Find us on social media as a Figner Podcast on Facebook, Fickner Podcast, on all the socials, Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, and Facebook, um, and uh, Figner Guys at gmail.com I'm BT McLeary on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me writing for AtomicEaton
1: Ben, where can people find you? Oh, they could find me at Ben twenty seven on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, and TikTok, and Threads. You could also find me writing for Old School Gamer Magazine, Fusion Gamer Magazine, go dot com, and playing Mary Frankenstein on D and Dark. Sparks. If
2: you wanna see Ben getting spooked in some games, go check out Spooktober Gaming. I highly encourage it. You can find me at SparksWitty on Instagram and Twitter, S P A R K Z Witty. Uh go check out Basement Arcade. There's so much. Right.
3: There is a lot of Basement Arcade, actually. Three episodes are coming out in the next couple of days. Um at the time of this recording. Uh, Ryan, where could people find you?
2: I was joking
0: when I said make Tony Masters name Antonia, because that's what her name was in the movie. Her name was Antonia Dracov. You could find oh. me hoping for a rehabilitation of Antonia Dracov in uh,
3: Thunderbolts at DJ Tony Snark all over the internet. Alright guys, until next time we see us, uh, like this video, subscribe to this channel, uh, rate and review on all the socials. Until next time we see us, stay fake nerds.